Hey, Thriver. Welcome to the Career Thrivers podcast. I'm so glad you're here. This is your arena where authenticity meets ambition. Your career path is championed. Your leadership journey is supported. And I'm going to encourage you to speak up even when your voice shakes. I'm your host, Brittany N. Cole, here to guide you through owning your power, your narrative, your impact, and increasing your income. Throughout the show on each episode, you'll hear from some incredible leaders who are going to inspire, challenge, and transform your thinking. We'll discuss what authentic leadership really means, diving into conversations that defy conventions and celebrate your true self. Whether you're making strides in the corporate boardroom or breaking ground on your own ventures, this is your platform for growth, reflection, and breakthrough. I'm so glad you're here. Let's thrive together. Welcome back to today's episode. Listen, I am committed to sharing this message with you because as you can probably hear today, I have all the sinus stuff going on, but we are not going to let that stop us from talking about how to authentically address adversity because much like how I'm sitting in front of you or how you might be listening into my voice right now and thinking, yeah, girl, you, you sound real stuffy. Um, there are moments in our career and in our life that are not perfect, but we have to learn how to manage them. So imagine this for a moment. After weeks and months of anticipation, I finally had in front of me an offer for a dream job, my dream job, the job that I had been working towards for so long. But life's choices aren't always straightforward. And I had just started a new chapter in my personal life. I was embarking on a new chapter. I was about six weeks out from getting married and the relocations of the job did not fit the picture. It made that choice to turn down that job one of the toughest decisions that I've ever made in my life. And what I initially thought was merely a career hiccup, a career adversity, in essence, was the beginning of my journey through career grief. Yes, you heard me right. Career grief. And I feel so blessed to not only have thrived through that moment in my career, but to now sit here with you today and to share it with you and to have shared it through my book and through other resources, thanks to LinkedIn Learning with thousands of corporate leaders. So there's one thing that I want to address right off the bat. It's that yes, emotions are complex, especially when we intertwine emotions with our career, right? We often hear things, especially as women, like don't be emotional about work decisions, you know, but let's debunk that right off the bat. Emotions are data, right? They're signals telling us our deepest desires, our deepest fears, our aspirations, our anxieties. Emotions provide us with three things, right? They provide us with awareness, right? They tell us about our present state of mind, They also provide us with implementation. They give us direction on what actions to take next. What is the next step? Our emotions inform us of that. And then last but not least, thirdly, emotions provide us with transformation. They literally fuel our evolution and our growth. So again, emotions are not bad. Emotions are data. How are you using your data? So I like to argue not literally speaking, but like, you know, suggest position and confidently communicate that emotions are utterly professional. 
They build our emotional intelligence that in turn equip us to navigate our careers in a more authentic, aligned, and even accelerated way. So before we get into all this adversity stuff, I want you to know that your emotions are valid. Your emotions are real. You are seen, you are included, you are heard, and you are valued even with all of the emotions around your present current context. So when we talk about grief, the image that usually pops into our minds is mourning the death of a loved one, right? But what I have come to learn, what I wrote about in my book, Thrive Through It, and what I've had the opportunity to share with thousands of leaders is that there's actually more to grief, right? Grief envelops us in many ways. And one of the less spoken ways is career grief. Now to truly grasp this, let's define grief, right? So I define grief as our response to loss that is natural, extremely complex. And it's this intricate emotion that is natural that we feel when there's a change or disruption in our normal routine or when an outcome doesn't match our expectation. Does that widen your aperture on what grief really is? So if you're following that definition, then career grief is that storm of emotions when we face adversity or disruption on our work journey, right? When we are going after the job and we don't get it. When we're going about our day, performing at our best and our name ends up on the layoff list when we least expect it, right? So there are many things that can trigger this career grief. And I've identified in my book, Thrive Through It, five types of career grief. And I'll tell you quickly that when LinkedIn approached me to partner with them on a LinkedIn learning course, I initially presented all the super corporate stuff, right? Like I, even emotional intelligence, right? Like I shared topics that I thought made sense for corporate leaders, because even I am on this journey of fully stepping into owning and thriving in my authentic DNA design. And so I'll never forget, I was on the phone with the content manager and I'm in my home office and my book is in view behind my bookshelf, if you've seen me in that space. And she asked, she's like, oh, you're an author. Tell me about your book. And I shared with her. And then long story short, the course is on this topic. So let's talk about the types of career grief. The first is identity that's tied to your career. So if you've ever felt like your job is your entire identity, right? That you're somewhat lost without your your role, your organization, you're disheartened because maybe you aren't where you imagined or you're no longer associated with a certain organization that you used to be a part of. That, my friend, is grief. The second type of grief is microaggressions or toxic teammates. So these types of environments can really erode our sense of self-worth. They can lead us to having really cyclical self-doubt and yes, also grief, right? The third type of career grief is the loss of a job. And I mentioned this earlier. So remember, right, that... 
Hey Thriver, I'm excited for you to get your hands on your copy of The Blueprint to More Visibility and Influence. This is a powerful free resource that's designed to catapult your influence and amplify your impact in your business or company. Now, this isn't just another online guide. This is your strategic companion that's going to walk you through the world of personal branding and authentic leadership. Inside, you'll unlock essential strategies that are going to help you do a few things. One, sharpen your self-awareness and own your unique story. Navigate the complexities of workplace dynamics with more confidence. Elevate your presence in any room and ensure that you are not only seen, but also heard and valued. Why wait for opportunities when you hand create them? With this blueprint, you'll learn how to cultivate a personal brand that commands respect and opens the door for new opportunities. And the best part, you'll start seeing the world differently, not just as a place where you fit in, but one where you stand out. You'll transform your self-doubt into more self-assurance and turn your aspirations into tangible achievements. So join me in our community of thrivers who are making their mark. Don't let this moment pass you by. Head on over to letsthrivetogether.com to download your free copy of The Blueprint to More Visibility and Influence today. Start your journey and let's thrive together. You show up to work every day. You spend the majority of your Monday through Friday, you know, wake, awake, daytime, best hours of the day at work. And when you lose that job, right, one day that job is no longer yours, that emptiness that you feel is grief. The fourth type is rejection, right? The sting when you don't land the role that you wanted right? You haven't lost your job, but you were going after another opportunity and you didn't get it, especially when it's within your current organization. Yep, my friend, that feeling is grief. And then the fifth and final type of career grief that may surprise you is actually promotions. So even positive transitions can spur grief, right? Remember that time that maybe you had to relocate? You were excited about the new role, about the new city about the new experience, but that excitement was also coupled with a grief of leaving the familiar behind. So how do we navigate this, right? Well, I believe it's all about redefining resilience. And if I had to choose a topic that I think really moves us from barely surviving to boldly thriving, it's completely unpacking and repositioning our mindset around what resilience is and what it is not, right? So resilience is about acknowledging our emotions and understanding them and then finding ways to steer those things to propel us forward, right? Our emotions in in Thrive Through What I talk about, you know, not the new you, but the now you that has shifted and, and yes, changed based on your current experiences, Right. Career grief, like many other phases of life, can be a challenge. But when we recognize it, we don't only heal ourselves. Right. But we also equip ourselves and those that support us to help to move us forward when we face future challenges and being able to do that head on. Right. So we become much more proactive in future healing, both individually, but also collectively. When you're thinking about your setbacks, I want you to remember that every emotion is a stepping stone in your personal growth. So when you think about how to really thrive through it, how to really navigate adversity in a way where you don't have to shrink, 
You don't have to suffer in silence. You don't have to fear what's around the corner, but you can really show up authentically. I believe we have to get real around resilience in order to do that. And the truth of the matter is you're not alone because most of us have felt that tug, right? That pull of our careers that starts to shape our identity or that sting of a rejection from a job or even again, that paradoxical, grief that comes from a promotion or a transition. But if we're going to navigate it authentically, we have to rethink and redefine our perspective on resilience. So I want you to just think for a moment, like if you're somewhere where where you can close your eyes, if you're sitting still or standing somewhere listening to this episode, I want you to close your eyes and think about a rubber band being stretched between your fingers. And when it's released, it snaps back with a sting. That's how resilience is often viewed. It's reviewed as a rapid bounce back, right? It even means that we sometimes ignore the cracks that are forming in the rubber band. And those cracks represent cracks in our well-being. That snapback represents what happens to our mental and emotional state when we prioritize bouncing back. I'm using air quotes if you're listening in, or we prioritize how fast we can get back to a former state before the disruption in the routine or before the loss around an expectation. But resilience shouldn't be about how quickly we can recover, right? It's really about how we grow and how we thrive, not over, not around, not pretending the disruption isn't there, but through the ordeal. So when we talk about career grief, we're not talking about bouncing back to our old selves. This has been a core mindset and perspective reset that at Career Thrive, we've had the pleasure of working with corporations on even through the pandemic, that you're not trying to get back to the former way that you were doing business, but instead we are morphing into individually and organizationally, we're morphing into a stronger version of ourselves. We're harnessing those lessons from the disruption, from our experiences that propel us forward with purpose and impact. And with this evolved understanding, I have found this framework or method of embodying what I call real resilience, the key to doing it authentically. And so I call it getting real, right? And so we'll wrap up with this because I want you to really dig your teeth into this with me and not only allow it to inspire you, but help it to inspire you to to take action, right? I don't want it to just motivate you, but like let it inspire you to take an action. So the R of getting real is to reflect. Start by introspecting, right? Understanding how you feel about the challenge that you're currently facing. Ask yourself, how do I feel? Why do I feel that way? This is essential to not ignoring the emotion, but recognizing it without judgment. I want you to remember again that your emotions are data, right? They are they are tools in your toolkit to help you show up authentically. The E of getting real is to evaluate, right? Now, post-reflection, you can analyze the challenges, right? You can analyze the implications around the challenge for you, for others around you, right? You can question the impact, And that will give you the clarity that you need. These conversations in your evaluation phase are essential to having a deeper understanding of how to do the next thing, which is to adjust, right? So the A of getting real stands for adjust. So with a clearer perspective, 
right, on your emotions, on the scope of the challenge, you can formulate an action plan, right? And the emphasis here is on addressing the root cause, not just the symptoms, right? We often jump to the A, right? Not knowing that we're in the framework, but we jump to make the adjustments when change happens, right? Many organizations through the pandemic, particularly through the racial reckoning of 2020, rushed to implement something. Oh, we just got to do something, right? And not realizing that the tactics that we're taking versus having a strategic approach is merely addressing the symptom, not the root cause, right? So ask yourself, what adjustments do I need to make? What actions will drive me forward with more joy and more purpose? And then last but not least, the L of getting real is to lose the cape. Listen, this is my favorite part of getting real, particularly as a woman, because this has helped me to unlock the power in giving myself grace and to really embody that, like not to just use it as language, but to really embrace vulnerability because it is okay to acknowledge that you are not okay. And this acknowledgement is a sign that you're actually stronger than you think versus it being a sign that you're weak right? It's a testament to your authenticity. So ask yourself, am I being transparent about my journey with the people that care about me most? So instead of striving to bounce back to where you were before the adversity, let's commit to real resilience. Let's pledge to journey forward with more courage, not clarity, right? Sometimes we're waiting on clarity. I had a mentor and I I will always honor her for the way that she has transformed my life, Marshawn Evans Daniels. And I'll never forget, she told me when I was at a crossroads of making a decision around my entrepreneurial journey, do I take the leap into full-time entrepreneurship? And she said, Brittany, waiting on confirmation is idolization of clarity. You don't need more clarity. You need courage to take the step, right? More authenticity, more joy, a keen sense of your purpose and prioritizing wellness in the midst of it all. Because when we focus on bouncing back, what we don't realize is that we are doing so at a hindrance to our mental and emotional well-being. So as we wrap up here, here are some questions for you to ponder. Number one, what is the first step towards genuine resilience for you? And then why must you shift your perspective on resilience? What is your current approach to perfection and having all the clarity before you move or perhaps to pretending like the disruption isn't there, the adversity didn't happen? What is that costing you currently? Take some time for introspection or even journal that for yourself and join me as we embrace this nuanced approach to resilience. And remember, it's not about bouncing back, but it's about moving forward with more authenticity, more purpose, more courage, and more joy. Stay resilient and I'll see you in the next episode. Hey, Hey Creative is a company that stands at the intersection of imagination and reality here in Nashville, Tennessee. They specialize in transforming events into memorable experiences as partners for brands and advocates for small businesses. At Career Thrivers, we've been a proud client of Hey Hey Creative as they foster self-reflection, promote growth, and create moments that are beautiful and inspiring. Experience the magic of Hey Hey Creative today by visiting heyheycreative.com.
Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Career Thrivers Show. I hope that you took as much from that episode as I did to not only be inspired, but to actually move towards action. And I want to help you do that. So be sure that you head on over to careerthrivers.com forward slash podcast and download our Thrivers Guide to take your career and leadership to the next level. Share this episode with a friend or a colleague, subscribe, rate and review. And I cannot wait to see you inside the next episode.